0: You are listening to the Anxiety Wad Podcast. And once I realized that I was in charge of my future by hacking into my habitual thinking, it changed the game for me. And what we try to do, you know, uh, with the show is just to share what has worked for people that uh, I know or have worked with or have worked for me personally. I'm your host, Corey. Thank you for joining me on the Anxiety Wad Podcast. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of the Anxiety Wad Podcast. We're coming to you from Lahaina, which is in Maui, Hawaii, the land of sun, palm trees, whales, and street names that I cannot pronounce. Um, joined here by my lovely wife, Lauren. Say hello to the people, Lauren. Aloha. <laughs> So what we're going to talk about today a little bit is um, doing stuff that scares you. Uh, I, I This is kind of my task, more so than Lauren's so far. Um, there's some stuff that I wanted to do on this trip that I refused to do last time. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we'll talk a little bit about some of the CrossFit stuff we've been doing while we're here. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about my journey so far with my weight loss and leaning out and some of the programming that I've been doing. And then also we'll touch a little bit about um, what it takes to stay in shape and fit as a working mom. Uh, my wife Lauren, you know, works. Would you say full time or is it mm, part
1: time? Part time.
0: Yeah. So, so she. Yeah. I mean, she's a she's an OT, so she has a full time career. Um, but her hours are probably considered what most would say part time. But um, we'll talk a little bit about that and and how she finds time for herself because I know a lot of you guys that are listening. Um, can struggle with that. Uh, I think one thing that we do um, as we're healing is we, we spend so much more time on other people than actually taking care of ourselves. Um, It's in, it's in a woman's nature to do that. I think we're just, you guys are just nurturers by, um, by your DNA. It's just ingrained in your, in who you are, uh, that you don't take time for yourself sometimes. So I think to start out, why don't we we start there and just you can kind of talk about some of the things you do in your daily routine, uh, in your weekly routine, um, to fit time in for yourself. Um, Someone that's passionate about CrossFit, staying in shape, and, you know, obviously in this vacation you got the abs going, (laughs) so you, you know, what do do you do uh, like on a daily basis and a weekly basis to kind of plan for yourself?
1: As far as like me time or... Just. Your time in the gym, whatever. Okay. Um, I guess outside of being on a two-week vacation, I think um, my general goal or hopes are to get, you know, one workout in a day, ideally Monday through Friday if I can. Um, you know, potentially take weekends off or, you know, if I take a day off during the week, maybe take your workout either Saturday or Sunday it kind of varies it's not really super strict but um, on Mondays and Fridays when I coach class um, I try to just kind of get in the workout whenever I can whenever it works out Um, and then when I work during the week for my OT job uh, on Tuesdays Wednesdays and Thursdays I'll work out in the evening um, whether it's you know, jumping in with one of the smaller classes that I coach or going to Corey's evening class. But, you know, just trying to get in at least a 30 minute to um, hour long class and just kind of trying to be consistent about it. Um, And then usually planning meals according to that routine. So on the days that maybe I work out during the day, um, finding a meal that I can make that might take a little bit more time um, because I'll have more time to spend on it. And on the weeks or on the days that I work out in the evenings, you know, planning or trying to plan for leftovers. Some days I make things that we don't have leftovers Mm because it's so good. Uh, I don't know. Um, Or, you know, throwing something in the Instant Pot or the Crock-Pot or now the new air fryer we've got, which has been really nice. Um,
0: Yeah, so like we uh, people that may not know, we have two kids, a boy and a girl our son's nine and a half and our daughter's seven and you know they've they've gotten used to spending some time at the gym and actually that's when we do allow them to have technology time Um, but they they're kind of growing up in the gym and you know kids learn by example like they're gonna learn by watching what you do and so we've made it kind of a priority to show them that both eating and exercising it it really benefits you in, in so many ways and so they they kind of understand that's part of our life as a family and you know Lauren really likes to cook and I, I don't know I mean there may be a handful of meals that she makes on repeats because she <laughs> likes to try new meals as well <laughs> they don't always yeah, take it take as long as she thinks they will mm-hmm. they take longer but for me like I meal prep um, my breakfast and lunches and then I have backups um, because I coach Two classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays with the five fifteen and six fifteen, so I don't get back until later. So I kind of just—we know it like that—it works for us. For me to kind of take care of some of my own meals, and so one of the points I was going to make is that, as well as you know my own weight loss journey, is you have to have that support, and you know both kind of heading in the same direction. And I think that—and you can correct me if I'm wrong here—I think that like the situation we currently have. Um, with how I'm eating, it seems to work out a little bit better than what we were doing before, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you do your. I mean, I. I think I've been a little bit more diligent in finding recipes that, at least for the evenings, that are going to work for for all of us too. Because I, like he said, I like to eat or try and cook new things. I, it's hard for me to eat the same thing every day unless it's tacos, probably.
0: <laughs> well, I can and I can eat every, the same thing every day throughout the week so yeah
1: um but yeah with you you'll you'll do your your meal prepping on sundays and uh when i do my meal planning i usually try to plan out for at least a couple of weeks of meals you know um depending on you know how much i I, groceries are going to be or whatever but um on mondays and fridays like i said on the days that i do my coaching i actually will eat uh, probably the same thing for breakfast and lunch on those days. And then um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll usually just hit up the salad bar at work and have a salad every day for lunch. So, I mean, I do have some of the same kinds of things, but as far as evenings go, I think it works out fairly well because like I said, I'm trying to find more recipes that'll work well in the evenings for all of us to eat together. Cause it is nice in my mind to be able to sit down as a family and have a meal that we're we're all eating together mm-hmm. that's somewhat similar. And I think I've have gotten better about not being um offended or personally like having my feelings hurt when he doesn't eat what I make. You know, for a little bit it was kinda like, Oh, well you're not I made this, you're not gonna eat it but now it's now it's I think gotten past. <laughs> Yeah, that. well, and it's It like, is not fun though, when, like, everybody doesn't like what yeah. I eat. What I think. <laughs> well, and I think
0: for me, it's like there's certain things I just can't eat. Like, right. you know, we have celiacs that runs in our family. I'm sensitive to dairy, and we, the, when I don't eat dairy, it benefits everybody in the family. Um, but the thing that I find, too, is when I'm talking to people about this, like, changing their, um, their lifestyle or, or changing when it comes to healing with anxiety and they're running solo – it's a lot harder. And I think what, you know, Lauren and I have found over the years is that we do kind of team up on some of this stuff. And so if you're a person that um, is trying to change your life, um, whether it's getting in shape physically, losing weight, changing your body composition through nutrition, um, trying to heal through mental health issues, you need that, that person on your side. But if that person that you're living with isn't there right now, you got to have that conversation and you know this is something that I've had to do with Lauren over the years and she's done the same thing for me on, you know certain things that we saw that were issues in our life or that we wanted to change and you know most recently for me it was I knew like I I was stagnant and I wasn't very happy with where I was at and I'm like I want to make this change and it was it was an investment like financially and so I was like you know this is important to me I want to figure out a way to do this and you know my goal was to it's very, for me, it's a, like, it seems like a shallow goal, but I knew the growth that would come with having abs again by the time we went to Hawaii. And so, um, yeah, you want to talk a little bit about that conversation? I mean, it wasn't like a, hey, you need to stop drinking or smoking or doing drugs kind of conversation, but it was right. like, you know, it's a significant Which investment. Which disclaimer,
1: nobody's doing drugs. Yeah, nobody's, <laughs> that, right. But I'm just saying
0: that type of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just a disclaimer none of us do do drugs so just Tylenol
1: um I mean yeah I guess it was something like you had talked about that you wanted to do and like you said financially making something like that work but it was like one of those things where it's like well I guess your birthday and Christmas is coming up so we can kind of just make it work that way or you know
0: right And so I, and, and I'm sure you've talked to people too, you know, Lauren being a coach, she's talked to people more like more of our job is it's more than just class. Like we talk to people outside of class Mm -hmm. and it's more than just fitness. And so I'm sure you've talked to women too and um, others that don't have that support. And so Mm -hmm. I'm wondering like, and over the, I mean, how long have we been together? 13 years, 14 years?
1: Well, however old Maya is, so 13, yeah, 13-ish. Yeah.
0: And so we've had some of those 14. conversations, and, and it, it's scary to do. And, you, you know, you kind of get that straight-lipped and kind of jittery voice, and um, they're intimidating conversations. But that's where, why where we've gotten to where we're at is we've had some of those difficult conversations. And um, I remember a few times with when I was doing the supplement thing, it's like she, w- she didn't want anything to do with it, and I was like, you know, I want you to do this with me. And I don't even remember how the conversation went, but uh, I think that it's important if you feel like you're alone in some of this stuff, whether it's trying to make time to work out, have your significant other like help out so that can work for you Mm -hmm. and have that conversation. And like, I think, I don't know. Reach out
1: to a coach. I mean, even if you, you know, just reach out to anybody that like maybe even a family member that might be interested in, or that you might know that has this a similar type goal or something that, like, hey, is this something that you can do with me? Like, ha, you know, having that accountability person, but mm-hmm. maybe not even necessarily to somebody that's gonna be doing the journey with you, but somebody that could even just be someone that that could you could check in with or check be accountable. Because, like, I, you mentioned about, you know, we're not there to just coach a class. we I sometimes say like and not in a bad way, but sometimes I feel like, and even with my other job, I'm not just a coach or a therapist. I'm also like somebody's life coach. Yeah. Like a life coach or their therapist in another sense, mm-hmm. like, you know, having, we have personal close relationships with a lot of the people that we come in contact with every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, we know a lot about their personal lives and, and, how to help them in in ways outside of the gym Mm
0: -hmm. and and through the years, like both of you and I have realized that when, when each one of us brings something to have that kind of a conversation, it's important to us. So, and I think we've gotten better at knowing that, you know, okay, there's a reason they're bringing this up. Mm -hmm. What's the reason? How can I help versus being like, no, I'm not interested in that. So you can't do it. Right. And you know, um, a lot of times that, that happens with um, you know on the mental health side of things you're so scared to like admit that kind of vulnerability a- and I think <laughs> that is a car that wants to get it on the podcast <laughs> but I think you're so scared to admit that the uh, I'm going to pause it here until that turns off Hold on. and we're back and I would like to th- send a shout out to the maroon uh, grand caravan there thank you for jumping on the podcast <laughs> but I think, I think we get so scared of of that conflict and that vulnerability that you feel from admitting that something is um, so important to you that, um, and this will kind of be a transition into the the uh, doing things that scare you. That the more often you have those conversations, the easier they become. Um, I used to kind of not I used to hesitate on bringing those up because I didn't know how they would go. Not necessarily that I didn't trust that she would be open to it. It's just more of like. Well, I just don't want to avoid it, you know, and and that was early, early on. But she knows me very well that I don't hold back on a whole lot, and um,
1: and if he does, I know.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> have a very easy tell. But we've had those conversations over the years, and I think they're so important to opening up to personal growth as a couple, but individually. Um, you know, her and I are very different in a lot of ways um she's very particular about a lot of stuff where i'm i'm very um not what would be the opposite of per, um, particular i don't know <laughs> very relaxed uh, and um our son's the same way as her and, and we were actually just talking about this on the way to the gym this morning that you know it's it's been um interesting for me to rather than trying to get her and my son um to do things that how i want them to do them I give them space and give them the freedom to do things how they're meant to do them. Um, And those come along with conversations and my own personal growth, Um, you know, rather than me wishing that they were more like me, saying, why don't you just, you know, relax a little bit or just chill out, man. It's not that big a deal. It's important to them. Uh, Just like these conversations and these journeys that we all go on, allowing people that you love in your life to have some space to grow Um, will come when you have those kinds of conversations um and so uh one of my my goals for this trip was to do a few things that scared me and so i'm going to throw down a challenge here for lauren here at towards the end but um one of them was um, you know obviously i'm I'm scared of flying which i don't know what you thought but the flight went pretty easy didn't it
1: oh yeah i mean i guess well for you but like yeah the flight uh, flying has never really bothered me much, but I think I think you've done a lot better over the last couple of years with flying. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say the only issue with our second flight was that it was just really cramped. Oh but
0: man, was so uncomfortable. Yeah, but which I like I honestly, when we got there and I saw the seats, I was like, oh crap, I'm gonna get like claustrophobic and uncomfortable. Which it would I mean honestly, it wasn't really even that bad.
1: N- the planes now i will say like you can connect to their wi and i we basically just watched movies the whole time so i think it made it go a little bit faster and i don't sleep on an airplane so you know i think probably ended up watching like three or four movies mm-hmm. but
0: yeah i think i i like again like i talked on a few episodes back when i went to san francisco i took half of the medication that i used to so i was actually somewhat coherent um, Lauren watched Rocket Man, so if you're watching that movie in public, there's a lot of uh graphic sex scenes in there. <laughs> <Newety. So laughs> I remember just peeking over. It was an interesting
1: one to watch on uh, the airplane.
0: Yeah, I remember peeking over, and her hands were like covering the screen. I'm like, what's going on? And She's Fight
1: like, Club. We watched Fight Club too. And that oh yeah, has some stuff in it. So we've... yeah, there's some yeah. And oh no, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that so was the other one. A lot, a lot of <laughs> The unrated version. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was because I was laughing were, so much. People were probably wondering what this crazy woman was watching, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah,
0: but no, the flight went well. So like, I had like pretty much zero anxiety when I landed. Um, but the other two things uh, was swimming in the ocean, and then going to watch the whales. Which Lauren, I shocked the hell out of her when I told her yeah. I was going to go do that. Yep. Yeah. Very surprised. Yep. And so like, I think very the, the first day we went to the beach, we jumped in the ocean, didn't we?
1: Um, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, and so I've been in there like three or four more times. Um, I and I'll go stand in there up to my knees and just kind of feel the waves coming in and out. And um, surprisingly, it wasn't even that big a deal. And I'll, I'll get to the point of this here shortly, but um, then the next day we can talk about the whales because that was that was the craziest experience, probably its top three or four experiences in my life. Um, it the, the boat's probably what 30 foot long. And you can get, mm-hmm. I think there was 28 people yeah, on it. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think you'd consider it almost like a raft. It's. I mean, it yeah. has an engine on it. But I think there was maybe, tw- well, they handed out numbers. I to, think it got to to 28. Yeah, 28 or 30 people. And I don't even think we had a full boat because the cruise ship, there was a cruise ship that came in that day. So there was a lot of extra people. So they had to. we jumped on an earlier boat, which mm-hmm. thanks, thank goodness we did because it was awesome yeah. experience
0: yeah and so i got on there and right when you get on there it's kind of kind of like jogs back and forth and so it's kind of like wavy And i'm like oh crap here we go because my, my biggest fear was getting you know motion sickness or getting out there and like panicking like I, I have no exit um and that's a you know classic for someone with claustrophobia is like how do i get out of here and you kind of panic um but i got on there and we started to go out and you know whatever um the combination was it was just right for me not to be like anxious like I was
1: I think our captain chill. was our ch- probably our captain help yeah
0: for those of you listening that know Derek Stry, it was pretty much his doppelganger and pretty yeah. much the the same personality as him and and yeah, you know Derek and I ways. are very similar too so yeah
1: I think it was he was probably helpful because he just was like super chill and funny and and but I was actually very intelligent and educated us on all sorts of whale facts.
0: Mm-hmm. He was. He seemed like, a, like He would be a whale researcher. That's, yeah, I mean, that's I mean I'm the sure level. That they
1: have to be some, some have some sort of knowledge or be knowledgeable in that mm-hmm. area because they take these whale tours and yep. you can only go within a hundred yards. yards of these whales and. I mean, I I'm, don't get me started on all that because I'll give everybody <laughs> an education on it cause yeah. now I'm, like, obsessed.
0: Yeah, and so for me, like, being scared of this, um, we you, you have to get out of the harbor, which takes a little bit, and you're still kind of rocking a little bit, and then you go – is it a mile out maybe?
1: Well, I mean, I think it kind of depends. You wouldn't have had to have gone a mile out yesterday. But. No,
0: but so we I think it was, like, a mile, and so and it was pretty rough. And so I was, like – I was – in the back of my mind, I was, like, okay – This is what I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I had a backup plan if I got anxious, if I got sick, which I always do. I always try to have something prepared. Three or four scenarios in the back of my mind. Three or four things I'm going to do. If this, then I'll do this. Just because going into a, um, you know, it's like prepping for your meals for the week. If you have it prepared, you know, you're going to eat that. And you're going to, you know, maintain your goal. And so my goal, not to panic, is I had scenarios to do if things arose that I was gonna freak out, okay, I'm gonna do this on a boat. There's not much room to hide, which that was not one of my <laughs> that was not one of my items I was gonna do, but
1: Yeah, there'd be nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide, yeah. <laughs> no. There's a
0: little bathroom underneath where the captain stands, but there's no way I would have gotten in the door to that thing. No. Yeah. So I basically had to hold my pee the whole time I was out there. But um, so yeah, it was really wavy and, and you know, you you got jogged around pretty good, but I think that yeah. what helped so much is there was like three or four couples on the boat that said it was the best whale watching that they had in 20 sometimes 30 years and these are people that come on a regular basis to Maui and, and watch whales and I tell you what I,
1: and the I was not kept, ready kept getting excited yeah too.
0: <laughs> he kept jumping up and dancing when they would breach or they would get so close and it was really cool there was like um each mama whale has a baby and then they just have some random male that is like what they call an escort. And we followed like a couple sets of three around the whole time. And, well, and they from, followed us. Yeah. And from what I understand, there's a lot more traveling going on between sightings. And so that could have been a reason that it helped. We weren't, you know, bouncing up and down in the waves. But yeah, there was <laughs> the, the male thing. You want to tell them about that? And the, the two males?
1: Two male, Yeah. So what happens is they come. These whales come to this area, and I think they say that 70% of the humpback whale population comes to this area um, around this time to, like, mate and have their babies. But the males come to try to mate with these females, but they'll, like, fight and vie for her attention. So on, like, one side of the boat, there was a mom and a baby and a male escort. And then on the other side of the boat, there were two more males coming, like, <laughs> right towards our boat and we're kind of fighting so we were kind of like well okay well this is how it ends <laughs> this is
0: how it ends weird and that just so you guys know like these whales are the size of school buses and they're like 90,000 pounds a piece so it's 180,000 pounds of like school buses barreling towards us and they stopped probably 20 yards short of us yeah yeah
1: I mean they're intelligent creatures and they you know obviously there's no way to do anything when you're in that situation because actually the the law is that you can't if you're within a hundred yards of these whales because they're a protected species. They have to your your boat has to be neutral, right? Mm-hmm. You can't run the engine. So because those males were so close, and then we had baby and mom on the other side, we couldn't turn the boat mm-hmm. motor on to move. Couldn't so move at all. You kind of just but obviously these boats have safety features and mm-hmm. uh, what did he have? There's like life jackets and life jackets whatever and, stuff, yeah. and everything else but they it's i think it's very rare that that happens i'm not saying it doesn't happen but mm-hmm. you know i think the the whales are well aware of of tourists and yeah. boats and well and i think just move out of the way but they we had a couple swim right under the boat yep. as well
0: yeah they're jagged i can't like you have to see it to understand the magnitude of these animals they are so huge um but i think the the captain was like imagine like you're driving in your car and you run over a pop can that's what it would have been like if they would have hit us it would not have slowed them down it would not have stopped them they would have just kept on going Mm -hmm. and so like we're in their environment yeah (laughs) and i was just mesmerized by the fact that they were so gigantic that i didn't even think about that until after it happened and i was like oh yeah if they would have hit us that would have been it And so, anyways, for me, like I got captivated and cap uh, caught up in the moment and enjoyed the experience more so than the what ifs. And what what I'm realizing is the more stuff that I do that actually scares me, the less everything else scares me, and it becomes smaller and it doesn't have as much power. And I think that the more that you blow up these things into a bubble that scare you, the more fits into this bubble. And so there's little things that scare you and then they become big things. And because you're continually filling this bag of scary things, it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden everything scares you. And so eventually if you can start pulling things out of this little bag that you're, you're making and and experiencing them, the bag's going to get smaller. And it doesn't mean that you're going to do things without fear because without fear, there is no bravery, but you're less sensitive to that fear. And I think for me, um, even in the last year, I'm starting to tackle a little bit more of that. You know, I I I talked a little bit about Kobe Bryant last time, but like I, I don't want to have a regret because I stopped myself going after something because I was scared. I've done plenty of that in my life. I've been doing that for the last fifteen well not last fifteen, but I did that for fifteen years. And it's kind of building momentum now that I'm going to do more and more of this stuff that scares me and see what happens. Like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next and I don't really have a game plan. And I just know that the direction I'm heading is a lot better than I've ever been in at least the last 20 years. You know, my confidence is back to where it was before I even started college, which is weird. Um, But my challenge for Lauren here, as we're getting close to the end is like what are you going to do on this trip that scares you? <laughs> and if you can't think of something, I will.
1: I don't know. You don't know. I was going to say since you had like t- talked about the preamble I gave you. <laughs> topics of what cuz I I don't know, we only have a couple more days left. Yeah. But I was going to say things like even just like today asking somebody to take a picture like doing those kinds of things is like totally out of my comfort zone like yeah for
0: you crossfit fans we met charlie zamora guy that started caffeine and kilos today we took a picture i posted on my um personal instagram page i'll maybe i'll put it on the the
1: so like for me that is something that's like totally not comfortable for me to be like oh and because actually i didn't even realize that you were just wanted me to take a picture and i was like oh i'm gonna be in it too
0: no i was gonna say (laughs) like we would take turns
1: oh yeah so no anyway then so i'd say something like that but then also related to the Once gym. Like b-
0: before you get too far, have have you passed up those opportunities because you've been scared to ask? Oh, yeah. 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 So And that's my point is that the more often that you're going to ask people for pictures, the less it's going to be a, a big deal. Yeah. Right? Well, so,
1: like, even with times that we would have been at, like – um, the Granite Games or things like that where some of those, like, bigger-name CrossFit athletes were there. And yeah, it was and we're just like, about five feet away from each other right now. I'm like, nope, i yep, not exactly. going to do it. I don't, They're like, from me to
0: it. Lauren away, and we're five feet apart, and yep. she still wouldn't ask for nope. a picture.
1: And then, so things like that. So, like, I guess... It's a good one. Um, but also gym-related would be, you know, when you train in your own gym for so long and you don't really drop in other places a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we've dropped in places that actually gets me I get out of my comfort zone like granted we've been here before and Mm -hmm. I, you know we know a lot of the the people here still after three years which is cool but even just like okay you're you're in a class of 20 people we got back squats today so partner up with somebody I don't know who the heck is in this Mm -hmm. class and so even just talking to newer people and getting out of my comfort zone when it comes to training and like having to share a bar with somebody brand new that you don't even know, like that happens to coaches when you go to a whole other gym, Mm -hmm. um, or even just trying a different jump rope. Yeah. (laughs) And when we have double unders for the last two weeks or things, things like that, because you, you get into your comfort zone with your training cycles too, I think. So, And, and
0: that's fantastic for the gym, especially because, um, you guys may not know this about Lauren, but she was super introverted in high school.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. I didn't talk to anybody.
0: Which, you know, like, if you know her now, people wouldn't believe that. But she is, like, by nature, an introvert. Um, it It's hard to tell, though, because you've practiced that mm-hmm. over the years and you've become a social person. Um, I probably have kind of pushed you in that direction <laughs> a little bit, being that I am. Um, But... You know I think those things are fantastic for the gym, but outside of the gym I, I think one that you could do is when we go into the ocean is paddle out since you were a swimmer, twenty hey, strokes I went out in further than you I know you, today, did, you did you did hundred percent and this is this is why I was like this will be a challenge for you is paddle out twenty strokes and paddle back like Swim All right. Out 20.
1: It has to be like not as crazy as it was. Well, today it's been or sketchy,
0: dude. Like we were gonna go in There's yesterday. There's been some wind warnings the last yeah.
1: couple of days, so the wake has been pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. But okay. Yep. And so I think that might be one for you because I I agree. Like that gym Ooh, stuff. That's scary. Sometimes, like in the gym, I would just be like, ah, I just won't partner with anybody. i would do my own thing.
1: I will have to say, as far as the swimming thing, because I will tell people, like I think I've told people, like, oh, they say, oh, what's your biggest fear? Drowning. The idea of drowning yeah. is just absolutely terrifying. To me even though i was a swimmer and there's people here that will open water swim out with the whales yeah parallel we were on the, the beach, beach yesterday and the whales were with like how many just not very far they're off, 100 yards from shore
0: yeah
1: from shore i mean it was just ridiculous uh, three years ago we never saw anything like that out here but these people just have no the the, the Paddleboarding boarding and for, for me to get into the water past like where i can't see and the idea that there's these creatures in the water that are just enormous just scares the living daylights really? out of me so to swim out very Sweet. far would be
0: i, was right I might on have to have a cocktail before i, do that. <laughs> yeah, I was right on at that one wasn't i yeah
1: but i think that's what happened last year too mm-hmm. is i i maybe had like a mimosa and i was yeah. like all right go on swimming
0: yep yep and i and there's other stuff that i'm I'm trying to tackle too it's it's you know separate from like a task oriented um you know i'm kind of evaluating a th- certain things for like the future and whatnot and you'll probably see a few pictures of me just like staring into the ocean and like i'm what i'm doing is grinding my gears on you know what's next and and all that fun stuff but you know i th- i think and this is this is my main point is that The more often you do things out of your comfort... This is going to be very cliche, but the more often you do things out of your comfort zone, the less weight they carry when you try to tackle them. You know, I I think for me, it's, it's kind of come to this head where there's not a whole lot still that freaks me out. Normal things, like something happening to my kids or something happening to my wife or family members passing away, all that stuff is normal. That's normal fear. But like when you are someone that struggles with anxiety everything carries weight you have to know where a hospital is in case you have a panic attack no matter where you are in the world I don't even know where the hospital is in Lahaina which well we is,
1: know where urgent care is
0: cause well yeah because the last time we came everybody <laughs> had freaking pneumonia except for me which, which both have, of us have been a, sick.
1: We've had a few issues here. With, yeah. Which, Those
0: are more stomach though. Um,
1: well, I had, so I had something else where I think I was seasick. I was like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have problems on the boat. And yep. then I was seasick and dehydrated. So yeah. that was fun.
0: Yeah. but So like that's one thing is like I knew it was, it was different. I was like, I don't even know where I would go. if I had a, And I'm, I, I don't even know when the last time I had a panic attack. But my point is that I'm going to continue to kind of press that um, or push that envelope and kind of see what else I can kind of tackle that I've – Had on my bucket list to do that I just someday maybe it's not like I'm gonna do this it's just like someday I would like to do x y and z I said that last time we were here I'm like someday I'll I'll go on the I told you that too I'm like someday I'll go whale watching
1: yeah so when he said that before we even left he's I think we were talking to my mom and Mm -hmm. you said yeah I'm gonna go I'm like what
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) because that was like
1: absolutely not happening the last time and so when he said he was I'm like sweet because I know it's
0: well acknowledging and and um what's that calling declaring like an intention of what you want to do to you know help yourself progress and help with personal growth is super important you know i i remember the day that i posted my first progress picture that was a big thing for me like i never used to take my shirt off working out and i do every day down here like i'm i'm super proud of the the progress that i've made and i'm going to continue to you know kind of live that lifestyle and see how lean i can get and you know, I'm probably going to do a competition here. I've been feeling pretty good in workouts. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, when you were talking about doing things out of your comfort zone, this goes back to the gym. Mm-hmm. But I was going to use, like, signing up for competitions as mm-hmm. an example because I think, um, you know, people hesitate to sign up for com- competitions because they're scary. Yep. You know, whether or not they're team or individual. or And, I mean, I've done a couple individual and team, and teams are way more fun. But once you kind of done one, like, like you said, getting out of your comfort zone, it, it makes them easier than the next time. So then you, you're like, oh, I've done one. I can do another one. That was just kind of an example that I yep. thought of.
0: Well, and the thing is that, that you hear people say from the gym is they're like, well, that was nothing like I expected. Because as soon as you say, I'm going to compete against somebody else, it takes all of the ownership of the, what you have in control. It puts it on the competition versus, okay, I'm going to go out there and do my best
1: because that's mm-hmm. all
0: I can do because I'm sure you figured out too is you know you've done quite a few competitions now is that you can prepare for them and you can only go so fast in a competition Mm
1: -hmm.
0: people are I'm pretty sure people are going to go faster than me in a competition
1: yeah well there's always going to be somebody better than you mm -hmm. and there's always going to be like you might be better than somebody you know you know you just kind of never know like Mm -hmm. I've learned that being out here where you know there's such a wide variety of athletes that you really can't compared to any anybody mm-hmm. you kind of you're just your own athlete and you got to just roll with the punches and if you know competitions are fun but some for some people it's not their jam they don't right. really care so well and you know you and i compete um, oh yeah for a bit. and like she's daily. beat me in
0: some workouts and i beat her in some workouts so
1: which i think every day here has you've beaten me but <laughs> Ooh, well, except i've, in I've the been lucky i didn't get that one yeah yeah I did so we had to one.
0: do what is it 50
1: it was Try to get. It was a five-minute cap to try to get fifty strict handstand push-ups, which I have to use pads under my head. I'm still learning those, but I think I got forty-eight. Yep, I got like thirty-three. I
0: think. I I I uh, blame it on my head. It's so heavy and giant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that was it. Everything else has been his his uh wheelhouse the whole entire time yeah they I'd, programmed it for him i think
0: yeah pretty much yeah i call that i the ahead yeah said i need an ego boost to make sure that i can beat my wife
1: and then they programmed In a the bunch workouts. of double unders yeah thanks um, um,
0: so anyways i guess you know wrapping things up i want to thank you for you know allowing me to have some of those conversations with you and making it a safe spot to bring that stuff up because you know it's it's things are going great um you know i'm pretty excited about what's next and i I don't know. Love you.
1: Love you too. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo.
0: <laughs> Aloha, guys. Thank you for listening to the Anxiety Wad podcast. Have yourself a peaceful morning, afternoon, or evening. Keep coming back, guys. Keep coming back, guys. We're gonna figure this out. I promise. We'll see you later.